forever. Dog. I mean, I will say this. All right, this is one thing I'm very fascinated with when it comes to this movie. Um, was it Gina Prince, um, Bythewood? Mm-hmm. Uh, black director, we've reviewed um, two of her movies before, uh, Love and Basketball and Beyond the Lights. So she's done Love and Basketball, Secret Life of Bees, Beyond the Lights, none of which have action in them. Like, they're, they're not action movies. And it's so fascinating that she got to do, like, this big action movie because, one, they rarely let um, directors cross over like that, and they rarely let um, black directors cross over like that, and they damn near never let a black woman director cross over. So to me, it was just very cool and interesting to see the fact that she was able to get this movie because I feel like sometimes in Hollywood, even when it comes to like actors, they're not, it feels like people don't let you go with, go beyond what they think your box is. Like sometimes like if you're an actor, it's like, oh, he's like this person in real life. So let's just cast him instead of like having an actor who can just become that kind of person, you know? And let the director who like can do like dramas, romance movies, action movies play in all of those worlds, you know? Yeah, but like this is a this movie has like strong female leads and like to me it feels like it's like oh who do we get uh, who do uh, who do we get that's going to be able to do this that is a, a like a, a test a a uh proven director, a proven female director. You know, like like I just feel uh-huh. like it, it feels like the the stars sort of align mm. to being like, yeah, like like she can, she should do this, you know. Like Ava was gonna do Black Panther, she ended up not doing it, but um, no, that makes sense. It's just one of those things I just find funny because, again, like sometimes you hear these directors. Like I remember the the famous um interview with um, oh my goodness, why can't I think of her name right now? She directed um Wonder Woman. Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins, yes. Patty Jenkins saying how, like, it was an extreme, people considered it an extreme risk for her to direct that movie. Even articles came out because she was directing, like, this big budget action movie, even though Monster had made a bunch of money and got Charlize Theron an Oscar, she still was a risk. So even when I think about, you know, Gina, like, again, like it does make sense because it is, uh, you know, a female character-driven movie. It's just interesting because I feel like Hollywood really will let you step outside of that box. Whereas like this movie's budget was bigger than any of the other budgets. Maybe any of those other budgets combined. Also the action aspect of it was drastically different. Like I'm super happy she got this chance. I'm just it's just it was shocking to me once I saw who directed it. It's like, oh snap, they let her do something outside of what would be considered her norm. Right. And I'm like, I just hope this trend of this for however it worked out is a progression. Because I think it is really cool. I mean, Beyond the Lights was kind of like, I always say like the Rihanna love story of Rihanna ever dated like an average dude. <laughs> and, then, and like the basketball was just like a, like a love story from the early 2000s that people still consider one of the best um, romance movies to this day. So what's this Shots Fired show? She- oh, Shots Fired had... Um, I remember that. It was on for a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's when... Black. Okay, I remember it now. It was like a black cop, yes, killed a white kid, and yes. then two black cops had to come investigate before the town right. went nuts. It was a black cop 
Yeah, they killed the white kid. She also directed an episode of Cloak and Dagger. So she's like, you know, maybe she's like ventured slightly, you know. I mean, isn't it more, isn't it just like, you know, this is a superhero movie. It's not, they don't always get, um, you know, uh, people who've directed action films to direct superhero movies. And then also sometimes they get people who direct action movies to direct movies that aren't really that much action like it was you know what i mean yeah like true, I, true, true. I feel like hollywood switches it up sometimes i think for this movie in particular you know they they i mean i mean james already said this right but like they wanted they probably they definitely wanted a female director it was like this uh and and they probably wanted a person of color it looks like she was hired in 2018 you know if you're gonna give uh somebody a chance to do this like it makes sense that you would get um someone who's proven themselves at least in other capacities you know and they're just like they're pretty it it was it's clear whoever the producers were for this film you know didn't want like one of the directors from the old guard what'd you say they wanted someone new oh right i was saying that they you know they the producers didn't want one of those freaking directors from like freaking the old guard You know what I mean? Like they didn't. Like they were, they were they're the other. They're the old guard. Yeah. Of, what are you doing? Yeah. Man? They were. Yeah. Like they, the, they the weren't going to be like the guys. The guys from the old yeah, guard. Yeah, yeah, you know. So James, you're you're <laughs> yeah. on board. They didn't want like a Michael Bay or like a. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, uh, Roland Emmerich. Emmerich. Yeah. You, know, you don't want the old guard. The old guard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start the show. Oh my goodness. You know Jonathan Braylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan, What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood from Quarantine City. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not dead. Black, 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 black. I'm still alive. Black. What part was that? <laughs> that <laughs> that just sort of generally happened throughout the movie. You know, oh, okay, sort sorry. of like a general. That's a that's a that's a recap of the film. You know what? I want to get to the introductions real quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who haven't heard this podcast before, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm John Milligan. <laughs> I'm James the Third. Yeah. Why are He's you always yelling? Like that. Uh, for those who don't know, we review films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Yep. And every now and then, we completely break our rule to no. do a film that <laughs> no, that's a little more popular, a little more timely. People really asked timely. about this. People, and people they asked, asked about us. It. They requested it. They we requested can justify. They requested I feel safe. The film. I will say I usually drag Braylock when he pulls off what we made him do with this movie, but I feel like we can justify it. But he probably will drag us for making him <laughs> watch this. Movie. Nah, man, this this movie has has women at the at the at the center. That's true. That's true. And 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 a black woman is the is the is you know she's learning it for the first time. So we see the the world of the film through her eyes. The audience connects. With her. Yes, this film stars um, Charlize Theron. Who is who is who is African? 
Who's an African? Don't she's say African. African. <laughs> Wait, don't she's an African. <laughs> she's an African. She's not don't. an African. She's South African. Yeah, they were talking about the lang- language Africans. When I was out there, they said they would call the white Africans Africans. Am I wrong? Uh, what are they called? Um, is it that I'm the language called Africans? I'm not going to say anything. I just remember, <laughs> I just remember being there and they were calling them African. They were like the white. I don't know. Let me not, because I may be wrong, but go ahead. Yeah, she's South African. Uh, Yeah, maybe she's called Afrikaner. Yes. It's called, yeah, they called them African. Yeah, with the K, Afrikaans. Sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. But anyway. So she has she's South African. I can't believe. Uh, it also stars. Oh my God! What a day is it? Uh, it also stars Kiki Lane. Yes. Um. Uh. You know the she she's from if uh she also starred in the film If Feel She Could Talk, um and she was on the HBO uh film The Native Son, um, but um. Yeah, this was like oh, I, I guess she's going to be in Coming to America. I didn't didn't know that. She's also Jafar is in this movie as one of the leads. So, okay, I said who that was. Yeah, it's yes, he's the guy who plays Jafar. He's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. This is Matthias. Um, he was great in this. Yeah, I liked yeah. I liked him in this a lot. I know he, we shaded him a little bit on the on Aladdin. That's true. It's only, because, this. Oh, no. <laughs> it's only because in Aladdin, in Aladdin, he was. Oh, Marvin! It almost was like he was too young to be Jafar a little bit, but yeah, but I felt in this one he was. Dude. We yeah, needed the old a... guard for. <laughs> he did. He needed a creepy oh, guy. Oh, Marwin Kenzari. Yeah, you needed him. That's who. Also, we had Chia Four in this movie. Um, uh, I mean, sorry, Chiwetel. <laughs> Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, sorry. I can you combine his, last his first and last name all the time. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. At this point, that's just Chew like, what? Yeah. Chiwetel, Chiwetel, Chiwetel. He's in it. Uh, Chiwetel with his, like, classic, his eyes open, and his, he's got the, the most earnest, like... What, what, and, and you're like, what, is he a bad guy? My wife. <laughs> my wife. I feel yeah. like he's cast as, is he a bad guy, is sort of what the role description is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> The moment yeah, he showed up, Rachel goes, he's probably going to help them out at one point. And I'm like, maybe. And then 10 minutes into his scenes, I'm like, yeah, he's not that bad. He's like the good guy who got he's a, teamed up with he's the, the bad people for the wrong, right reasons. Well, he's the, yeah, he's the uh, bad guy who like had good intentions, but went down the wrong path. Uh, he... Anyway, okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell everybody the reason we we try we we try to we force Braylock to do this movie is because this movie does. I think Braylock even dubbed it this off off mm-hmm. mic. Um, the reverse Training Day, whereas like when you watch Training Day, the movie really revolves around Ethan Hawke, but like Denzel's kind of the lead because he has a bigger name. This movie really really focuses on like the learning and and our eyes into the world is Kiki. Even though, yes, Charlize is the big name, her character is the forefront, but Kiki is the future, all right? Kiki is the new guard, all right? So the, so the young black girl is the new guard, taking away the old guard. So we're revolutionizing the guard, mm-hmm. you know? Revolutionary guard. I, 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 you know, I believe that. I, I'm down. I rock with this. If everyone can see, <laughs> everyone can see John's 
Like for, for for the people at home who can't see John on Zoom right now, John just squinted, did not move his face, um, almost was listening while ignoring at the same time to let you know. His All right. Energy. Well, hey, hey, this film has an eighty-one percent of Rotten Tomatoes, seventy-three uh, percent audience score. Okay, so pretty pretty good reviews. Of course, no box office because it's a Netflix film, uh, but it's been trending in the top ten on Netflix. Uh, Deadline said that. You know, it, it went it went to seventy two million homes, so seventy two million. Oh, it may reach. I don't know what that means. <laughs> this says Netflix says it may reach seventy million homes. Man, a lot of Netflix things... be shady, man. <laughs> also, a lot also... of things may reach. <laughs> also, so I tricky. may get an Oscar. <laughs> because because maybe they're like maybe because they're like it's may hard. Reach. Like I don't know how they do it. How because, they swindling us with this headline right here? Because <laughs> like, how how would you really know a Netflix? Because everyone shares a Netflix password, so it's like, exactly. like we all could have saw. That's, it. Maybe that's what they do. They're like, this is probably like, if we factor in the houses that people sharing, then it's probably gonna reach seventy three million. Yeah. That's probably what they're doing. Probably. They're. I think they're they're basing it off of. Uh, I guess they're just basing it off of debt. I don't, I'm not trusting this. So who knows? We don't know. We're recording it in the weekend that it dropped. Or, or no, it did drop we, last week. Weekend after. It dropped after. last week. Weekend week. after. Yeah, yeah. So it's still number two. It still number two in America. Um, this is based off a comic book. Do you guys know anything about this comic book? I did not. Did you, James? I knew that it was based off a comic book, but I don't, I don't know it. I had no idea it was based off a comic book. Yeah. The old guard. Oh, um, but here's my thing. Greg I thought this Ruka. was a sequel to Hancock. Yo. Okay. And that's why we're actually doing this. Yo. So, yo. <laughs> go ahead, James. Go ahead. Someone said this I, to me yesterday. I'm with you. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. Because, you know, she got all these superpowers. Mm-hmm. Right? It's mm-hmm. Charlize. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And I think she's playing that same character. But the thing that's confusing about it is she starts losing her powers. But Hancock's nowhere to be found. You know, because so that's we, confusing to me. <laughs> but we don't know a lot about the Egyptian gods that Hancock and Charlize were a part of. In Hancock. But I don't so even maybe... think, see, but I don't even know if it's Egyptian or not. Because I feel like, because they were all from all over the place. You mm. know? It probably well, was, you know, it's like, wasn't it that, isn't that like the cradle of civilization yeah, in that area? It all started from like the Egyptian gods. So you know what? Someone literally said to me yesterday, have I ever seen Hancock? And I was like, yes. This is the sequel. And like, <laughs> like this is the sequel because exactly what you sequel. just said. And I was like, you know what? This probably was a better sequel than Hancock would have made. Here's the thing. For all the people who are talking about this in Hancock, I appreciate the connections that you guys made. Um, it's really fun to think about. Um, it's absolutely false. I, I'm mad at you guys for suggesting it. Because <laughs> what? There's zero connection. It's just that. It's just that weird thing. Just like... Dwayne The Rock Johnson had like three or four films in which he was wearing a safari outfit, but they were different films. And you're no, like, that was the same movie. That no, was but there's a scene in, in there's a scene in Hancock, and there's a scene in this where they go, "We don't know why we have these powers, but we do." <laughs> there's a scene in, in both movies. They have the, it's the same dialogue. You could probably just rip the scene and drop it into the. And then that's the connective tissue. Okay, just I just want to, before we move on, because we do have to review the movie, I just want to say one thing just to um, comment on what Braylock said. For everyone listening at home, Journey 2 
Jumanji, <laughs> Rampage are all the same movie featuring The Rock. He just goes to different parts of the world, okay? That's the only difference. Like, and, Yo, and Rampage and, as, a, as a Jumanji sequel? Come on, bro. I guess prequel, because it came out before both it of them. It came out before. <laughs> it was before he knew what was happening. That's why when he went into the video <laughs> game in Jumanji, and Jumanji, he was going to be, Remember, there's going to be uh the like was it is it in another movie jungle like cruise some jungle, jungle cruise yes. also james no jumanji actually came out a year before <laughs> came out <laughs> a year before right i mean rampage yo why is the rock in four movies where he's wearing a safari outfit <laughs> <laughs> do we do, yo listen Look, man. Look, you don't. Okay, okay, wait. We're going to get into it. Sorry for this tangent, everybody. Right. This is my precursor, okay? So, The Rock is the same person starting in um, Scorpion King. That no, transfers Scorpion That King. transfers into Hercules, okay? From far, Hercules, oh. he goes into uh, a journey two. From a journey two, he goes to Jumanji. He comes out of Jumanji. The monkeys follow him out of the game. So, now he's in. Uh, now he's in um, 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 Rampage. Then he gets sucked back into the game. Now he's at Jumanji level two. He's never came out the game. He's on another level. That's a water level. Jungle Cruise. Wow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I know that was. I know everyone wanted that. I just <laughs> my mind just wouldn't let me stop it. So the old guard is a film. Uh, again, based off a comic book. The idea is. There are these immortals. There's a group of immortals. There's four of them. They call themselves an army. Uh, and uh, they're just kind of roaming the earth, uh, trying to hide who they are from the, the population and always trying to do, quote unquote, what they think is right. Uh, and what they think is right is it usually involves the death and murder of dozens and dozens of people. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and uh, and we kind of track the journey of a new immortal who just it happens to her they don't know why the last time it happened was 200 years ago it's happening now uh, and there is this evil uh, pharmaceutical company who wants to kidnap the immortals and figure out their secret so that they can solve immortality and cure disease and make a bunch of money. A bunch of quid. <laughs> bunch of quid? That's how he's like, because they're a couple he's more. An Englishman. <laughs> is this guy from Harry Potter? This dude is definitely from something. He's got to be from Harry Potter. Yeah. He is. He's Dudley. I knew he was a freaking Harry Potter kid. Sorry, Dudley. I like Harry Potter. Never mind. <laughs> no, I was I was looking at him like this dude looks familiar. Yeah, he's Dudley. Okay. Uh, uh, cool. So um you guys want to start initial yeah, thoughts? I'll go. I like this movie. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. It was a you know what it was? It was a nice fun action movie that I didn't have to think about. I really do enjoy when I see like Charlize has done a bunch of action movies recently. Uh you know, it's funny because I read this interview where she's like, you know, it's really hard. Um, if you're a woman getting a second chance in action, because normally they would just cast younger, which happened to her at recasting um Fiorosa for to be a younger actor, which makes no sense to me. But she was saying, you know, she did Neon Flux in like the early 2000s and got her second chance when it came to um Mad Max. 
But also what's really cool for me is watching um, Kiki be in this action movie because to me, I've rarely seen a black woman get to do a lot of action. I mean, I remember we watched um, that, Tara- that Taraji movie, um, Proud Mary, thinking like it was going to be Taraji's um, Atomic Blonde. But then, you know, we found out they didn't have a chance to train her and she didn't get a chance to fight. Um, you know, we've always watched Holly Berry in these um, X-Men movies. Holly Berry never gets a real chance to, like, fight in these movies. Um, so it's really cool seeing a black girl, especially one with just braids the whole time, just do this hand-to-hand combat. And it was dope. I mean, I can't imagine what it was like to fight Charlize in a scene, knowing how many years she's had of fight choreography training. That must have been terrifying. Um, and also I really love that Gina directed this. I think, honestly, I think it's so cool. I thought, I thought like you could tell this movie was directed by a woman because there were certain things that just weren't gratuitous in it. Um, that I think, uh, we'll probably get to certain parts and I'm like, oh, if a guy did this, it might've looked a little different and the conversations would have been a little bit different. Um, even the interactions between Charlize and Kiki, I think would have been different if a guy would have directed it, but I'm a fan. I'm a fan. If they do a sequel, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed this movie. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, like, where was Will Smith? Like, why wasn't he in this movie? Because like, I was just waiting for Hancock to show up because it didn't Whole make podcast. any sense, you know. But um, but to a couple things that Gerard just said, I I a thing I realized after the fact is that they never had one of those scenes where it's like, "What are you gonna do, little girl?" <laughs> like uh-huh. that's in yeah. that's in every movie that stars a, a female like superhero or female badass like there's it's always like little you oh you know <laughs> and that was not in this um and like yeah and she was like you know we we when we meet her she is a soldier so we like are sort of also already kind of expecting her to like we know that the old guard has been around for a long time and they've been they've picked up battle techniques over the years and years and years and years and years and she's like she comes into it already a soldier and i wonder if that's something to do with the you know with the lore or whatever but um you know she already comes in with these with with these sort of uh honed abilities that that like really kick off the movie, I think, like or at least kick off the action of the movie. Um, and then another thing that I was thinking is like I had I had just seen that to the point of the gratuitous nature that this could have gone. I just saw that Chris um, Hemsworth uh, Netflix movie where he's a, he's a soldier and like every two minutes we see someone's head explode, we see blood all over the place. And what I liked about this movie was like. They were like, yeah, we'll show you a little bit of that, but it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be like torture porn or like, or like uber violent. Um, And I thought that, I thought that that was, that was cool. Um, I really thought Kiki did a great job in this. Um, I, I, I also like that the movie's like, yeah, there's a gay couple and, um, you know, and there's uh, an Asian woman who, you know, we're going to see her a few times and we're going to set her up to be a really big part in the, in the sequel. Um, you know, like, like they just were like, we're, and it, obviously it felt, it did feel like, you know, we're just going to show as many types of people as possible. Like it did sort of feel like that diversity, like check a box thing. But I thought that the, in terms of the presentation of it, I thought that it was cool. Oh man, did it? It felt like checking a box. It felt like, it felt so it natural. It, it Everyone did. coming from all over the world. It was like. I don't know. I mean, I guess it, yes. I guess you're right. Cause, and only because 
and only because after a certain point, I'm like, well, I did, none of these people were Asian. And then they're like, here she is. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, it just sort of like happened that way. You know, like every, whenever, whenever you start to think like, well, no, no one does this. Oh, that, it's hey, funny. Cause I'm reading oh, the comic. <laughs> I have the, the side by side of like, what's accurate to the comic up right now. Just like the video plan. So I'm looking at the characters. I think the characters that are original are, the Asian woman and Charlize. I need to find an actress's name. Like they are in the comic as they are. Okay. I think mm-hmm. everyone else was like cast. Um, huh, wait, let's let Braylock hate on this movie. I sense it. I <laughs> sense it in his soul. Bray, I mean, what did gonna, you think? I, I, it was fine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Here's one of the things I honestly, this is what I'm thinking about. I don't I think I'm tired of watching movies written by men and then directed by women. Mm. With both the darkest oh, yeah. minds of this, I'm just like but men are they can't write sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and like this film was like cuz I was watching it and there were parts where I was like I don't I don't like I don't Charlize is always great. Look, Charlize is very She's an awesome action hero. So she has this thing. Kiki, this is her first action movie, you know. And it's cool. I love seeing a black woman do it. But, like, it's very different from what she did, especially if if Beale Street could talk, right? Like, her character in that is so... It's just, like, it's quiet. I, I don't know. It's just, like, completely different. It's not as somebody who's a fighter. Uh, or at least not my perception of what a of like a you know combat fighter is mm-hmm. and i thought she like did a good job but it was hard i i like there were certain dialogue lines coming out of her mouth that i was like this doesn't feel right and i and i kind of blame the script more than her because i'm just like it's just like she's trying to like she has to do this like say certain things like uh I don't remember. I can't even remember the lines anymore. But like, there were just certain lines, like little quips, where I was just like, "What?" Like it, yeah. it just didn't. Yeah. Didn't and this feel is, right. This is written by the person that uh, wrote the graphic novel series right. as well. So like, there is probably that thing of like, you know, it is it is more fantasy in terms of like, oh, this is you know, this is my female badass hero, you know, or yeah, it probably does have a lot of that. Yeah, it almost should have been like, I think what Bray is saying is probably, it should have been like a tag team. It's like, all right, if this guy is going to like adapt his own novel, maybe like, because Gina writes, like maybe she should have came and been hired to like do her own pass on it mm-hmm. to like update it a little bit. Yeah, because she writes some mad stuff. Like she wrote, um, I'm looking at it right now. Like she wrote um, that other Netflix movie. She didn't direct it though. It was, um, sorry, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Napoli, Napoli Ever After, the one starring. Um, yeah. Snarlathan. I mean, her yeah. primary credits on IMDb it starts with writer, and then I mean, she has more directing credits, but still, they're like writer. Maybe she wrote first, even. I'm glad. I'm really happy for people. If like people watch this and they're like, "This was like they really liked it and and they really loved Kiki in it," and you know, I hope this gets her more opportunities and that stuff like that. I guess I was just watching it. and It just felt like. Um, I actually did. I I still thought the violence was somewhat gratuitous. Like I I thought like there were certain like you know when they're all dead, it's like it's pretty gross, you know. 
Um, uh, and, and also the, the like overall message. And I know this is inherent within the comic book, but like the overall message of this thing is like the way to like, (laughs) you're doing good and solving the world's problems by like, I don't know, going and killing bad people or something. Um, which is like such a, I'm just like, what? Like, I, I just don't believe that someone who lived that, like, who's lived millennia would, like, that would be their... Fi- and it, and it, it, is, it isn't. She, like, starts the movie. Charlize kind of starts the movie kind of going, you know, what's the point? Like, you know, we, we can't possibly... We've been doing this for hundreds of years. We can't, like, rid the world of evil. Like, there will always be evil people. But then, like, at the end, they're like, no, no, no. You've been doing good and you've helped us out so much and I don't know I I, I I don't know it's hard like I for whatever reason the mood that I was in it was hard for me to like just have fun and just be like think of like think about this in like a just like a kind of the very like superhero context you know what I mean of like yeah there are good guys and bad guys and like kill the bad guys and the good guys prevail um yeah especially because there wasn't a what were they doing this whole movie? They weren't. Um, they were trying to survive. We never, it felt like they were just trying to survive. Exactly. So we never saw them doing good. We just heard about good that they've done before in the past, which also made me just go like, I mean, I'm cool with them surviving. That's cool. But like, I, I don't know. And then I also, it, I don't know. I don't know why this movie was hard for me. It was just like. See, I was I, I was here. I was here for the action only because, um, like, I I'm a person. I, I I do hate like just violence for violence sake. I just thought the way they, I thought the way the unit worked, they had really cool um, team up moves. That's true. Like at one point in the very beginning, especially at the end. Yeah, but even at the beginning when they like mm-hmm. when they uh when they get shot up, I guess we're. Are you good? Can we? Should we just start this thing? Uh, yeah. At the beginning, when like you know she's dead, I'm like, ah, here we go, another one of these movies. We gotta have a VO. But then we flash back to see them get to this point. You know, we see Charlize is like, which I think is really cool. Why you need older action heroes who aren't like 70, but like a person who is who is disillusioned enough to be like, ah, I don't want to get back in the game. You know, like there's usually every white dude in a movie. You know, like ah, I don't want to do it again. How's the last hurrah? So it's cool seeing her. But once we get to this mission. Um, and they get shot up. At one point, when they come back to life, Jafar takes a shotgun, or no, 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 Charlize has a shotgun, but she pumps it on Jafar's kneecap while, like, shooting somebody in front of her. Like, the moves they were doing seemed so, like, unified that I thought that was cool. Yeah, people were dying for no reason. It was, like, bloody, but it was just, like, I just like when someone actually shoots a wide shot of an action movie so we can see all the choreography that was rehearsed and practiced. Not those quick cutty things because like maybe they didn't have enough time. Like you could tell they put work True. into this movie. Like it was just I thought the direction of the especially of the action scenes was like so on point. Um and the yeah, you're absolutely right. The teamwork that they you know what it is? That is that's the thing. It's like we had to they were like kind of exploring like who these people were. And I like kind of setting them up as like this kind of cool superhero team. But because the whole thing was just them 
kind of like half on the run, half on the hunt. The bad guys were chasing them, but they weren't trying to save anybody really. Um, I don't know. The the actual narrative of the thing, I was like, kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. You guys talk about it. You guys bring your joy back. Bring the joy no, back. I, I, again, like, I, I agree with you, though. The action, the, the, the action scenes, like, the, like, you know, them, like, sweeping up a gun and, like, throwing a clip and doing this and doing that and throwing the gun and somebody touching it. And, you know, that was all really, that was really cool. Really well done. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. yeah. I just, oh, so you go ahead. I'm trying to well, find out if um, Kiki's character was black in the comic. Or if she was in the kind of... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, the, the, the double cross of this first opening scene was also fun, too. Because, like, I, I saw the trailer before... Watched the trailer before watching the movie because I didn't know what it what it was. And, like, to, to think that, like, <laughs> there's a group of immortals that are just out there and, like, someone gets wind of that and they're like, okay, cool, we're going to set this trap, <laughs> like, this particular trap to catch them was like, I don't know, there was something exciting about that. And then, but then to think <laughs> that Chiwetel didn't tell the the guys that like, after you shoot them, they might get back up. So like, he sent 16 men to just <laughs> die. Doesn't really make any sense. Like he sent them there to, to literally just be obliterated. <laughs> It, it's like it's such a great trap and then the thing that's confusing is that when we're first seeing it we're like oh they're killing them thinking they're just these this team of people who needed to be killed or whatever i don't know what right I whatever forgot, like, the, what... this set and the setup is that we kidnapped 14 uh kids so <laughs> and you're going to go rescue them <laughs> right so like it and they must know that that was what was staged outside. Like, so who is this group of people that need to be killed that are coming to rescue 14 children? Yeah. It, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, just whatever. Some mercenaries where they're just like, you know, we can't let mercenaries just roam around or they did this or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it was. I bought that they could get tricked and somebody would want to kill them. What I didn't buy is that we knew when we found out that she would tell knew that they were, they were real. So I'm like, and then he, he wanted samples of them. So like when you kill them, like put, lock them up. Like yeah, I, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, their it, blood is all over the place. Like you can get samples in that moment. Like, <laughs> I think he was trying to, cause I think the, I think, um, uh, Dudley said, I think he told Dudley at another point, I think cheerful was trying to prove they was real. Cause I think he like had rumors. I don't think he ever saw like a person die and and come back. So I think he sent a bunch of people. And he goes, um, there was a room full of blood. He's like, yeah, the samples were contaminated because it turned into like a uh, 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 carnage or something oh, like that. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. he was trying to make sure they came back. But then once they came back, they killed everybody so fast. <laughs> but all he had was the footage. Also, this is my thing. I'm a little. I'm a little sad Chia 4 wasn't an immortal. He didn't get to like do any fights. I was like, it would have been cool if like yeah. he is I mean, but again, that's not what the comic is, I guess. I'm based on, but Yeah, I'm somewhat interested in like the lore of the comics of like because he, you know, by the end of it, spoiler, he ends up being they're like, you're gonna be our guy that helps us find what to, you know, what they're missions possibly. to go on. 
They're by, yeah. He's, yeah, you're going to be our Bosley. You're the guy in the chair. And it's like, but like, but the, the implications are, you know, you're just going to have this dude for like 30 years and then, <laughs> yeah. and then he'll die. And then what do you have? Like, Get another one. What? Like, <laughs> I mean, for me, it was just interesting because yeah, I do one. think, again, like I, it's hard because sometimes I feel like when, when people say certain things, it comes off as conspiracy theories, but I guess this is one. Like, I, I do feel like we're in a world where, like, I think I've seen enough movies where really bad things happen when really good people um, try to cure something, you know, by doing it at any means. You know, like, oh, we're trying to do this fast. We're trying to do this. We're trying to do this really if quick. movies have taught us anything, it's that. <laughs> Really bad things happen when you try to cure something, or or quickly. So it's, don't come up with a vaccine quickly. For it's quickly. It's it's super quick. Like think about it. Twenty days later, like um, dawn of the day, it all happens or, like or quick. like a cure all. Like any kind of like this will change everything. You know those 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 are always the those are always the 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 cure the the things that like lead to a catastrophic uh, yeah. ending. As I even say this. We're not a political podcast, but I would just, for some reason, I just Google coronavirus cure and I'm looking at the Washington Post saying how like some, some um, vaccine was tested that seems to be working. So they're pushing it through to final stages. And I'm like, yo, this is zombies. Okay. This, 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 a vaccine normally takes what? 18 to five years, maybe longer. This joint is in three, four months, man. This is McDonald's. All right. They give you a McDonald's vaccine <laughs> that wasn't fully cooked, and now we about to have zombies. Hey, don't rabies. shave McDonald's like that. McDonald's, you know, they they put the patty in that little microwave, and they, you know, they press the buttons, they heat it up in the microwave, then they, they All right. know, put the special sauce on it. All right, let's go to the old guard. All right, so this is one thing I did find out. So um, Kiki's character... It's hard for me to tell from like the excerpts of the comics because it was like it, it has that kind of cool style. As I do believe, like she is black in the comic. Her character is not um, Nile isn't that big of a character um, in the comics. Um, so I think they they fleshed out her story in this movie so we can kind of can see the world from her her perspective. Um, again, I did really like that she was a U.S. Marine, and I really feel like it was on purpose. But her whole um, her whole squadron was yeah, well female. women, yeah, well all women. Um, I thought mm-hmm. that was like really cool. Uh, also, when she got her throat slit, I was like, oh, what? That I thought was a little Gross. bit much. I didn't need to see that. Yeah, um, I thought it had to do with because where she was going, the 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 building that they were going into, they were like, there are no men here. So I think that like they had to, like that unit needed to be female in order to go into that. Um. Hmm. Yeah, oh, so right? they were a unit, but they were a unit. It seems they like, were a unit before, before but but then yeah. but in that same, you know, in that in that same I don't know base or whatever. They were mm-hmm. like there were men and women, but yeah. like they were like the, yeah. I wonder if that's like a. I was trying to I was trying to Google it. I couldn't I couldn't really f- find it, but it, it, I wonder if that like that's a cool thing. Whether it exists or it doesn't, it was it was cool. Yeah, I thought that was super dope. I mean, it's crazy because. Um, her friend, I completely understand her freaking out. Like, um, she is sitting there holding her friends. She says it. She's like, I was holding her neck together. She died. You know, she's like, and now all of a sudden there's nothing. I was like, at least Kiki, now keep 
keep the bandage on your neck real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep the bandage on, even though the scar is gone. Don't just walk around here like nothing happened, because that is going to freak people out. Like, you're freaked out. Your friend is like, I saw you die. Like, could you imagine that? Like, mm -hmm. I, I held you. I held you Can't in imagine. my arms. I would, I would, I, you would either do what one of the other people were doing, where it's like, you you must have imagined it wrong. Like, it, it, it could you just, like, block it out and pretend, like, that didn't happen? Or you just go, no, that person's, like... A demon? Yes. Maybe? I mean, had to. I mean, had to. Like, yo, this person is definitely, like, cursed or something. I don't know. I guess maybe she is cursed, but we never know. Uh, I, I mean, we, yeah. I guess. We, which is, like, I like... This is what I liked about the movie. I like the exploration of, like, how immortality can feel like a curse. Especially yes. because you're... Uh, everyone who you love is, is going to die. And you'll outlive them. And like how your memories are like, you know, not like they're the things that stay or that stuck, especially with the the two of them were uh just like horrible memories as, as opposed to like good ones. Um Oh man, it was like that is a really cool yeah. thing. That's one of the good things I like about sorry, Atlanta is like they make being a rapper and being famous seem so rough. Like this movie, none of them were happy. <laughs> like none of the immortals were Well, the two the two um the couple? The couple was. And that was the difference. It was like they had yeah. each other. Yeah. And didn't uh, they say... Yeah. I, weren't they the ones that were like, we killed each other's yeah. families? They killed each other. Yeah, they, they killed were, each other. They were warring with each other, I think, in, during the Crusades. And they were enemies and killed each other on the battlefield. And I guess... They said they killed each other many times. Right. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, could you imagine... And it's like the follow Which is, up. which I don't, which, I mean, the, I like that they don't explain it. Cause like the more you explain something, the more like confusing it gets. But it's so weird to think that how, for how few immortals there are, that two were created at the same exact time and that they fell in love with each other. Um, but, but and after being but we're on but on opposite the, sides yeah <laughs> yeah that, after it's like fully hating it's like, the other whoa, person like what is what is the what's the plan of that what's the idea behind that you know um i also I love like his speech the, though yeah. his speech um i mean i'm skipping ahead oh, but i guess the, we're jumping around I'm coming way ahead i know yeah. i don't mean to i just love that speech i'm sorry i thought it was such a really cool speech there's a part we'll get there okay Wait, what, what is he your boyfriend and he's like, no one. It's a great speech. Yo, I'm My like boyfriend. Like, like the the uh, the speech. It was a great speech. I was like, my goodness. Like, first off, watching this movie, I'm like, man, I am. The amount of pressure to come up with something like that in real life is so grand <laughs> to like describe yeah. your partner that way. <laughs> yeah, like in the, in the moment, he said all of those things. Like yes. that poem came out of his mouth organically. <laughs> I was like, my goodness. And then they killed everybody. <laughs> I was like. Uh, I'm sorry. All right, so yeah. So once we see, so once we see Lane back at the base, you know, Charlize is on the way to get her. Uh, first off, Charlize does the one thing I thought that was very cool. This interaction when it's just Charlize and Kiki, like the time from when Charlize like knocks her out on the base and they get on the plane, is the thing that you've seen men do in so many movies. You never see a black man get to do it. We leave that. We leave that there. But the thing I thought was really cool is that. Charlize gets to be that like um, hardened bad guy. I mean, good guy who's like, "Yo, you're immortal. 
I'm gonna just shoot you real quick because I don't feel like talking to you. Like she just shot her in the head and was like, "What? You're fine. Come yeah, on, get back in the car." She was like, "She was like this. I'm gonna shoot her fatally." <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. I'm gonna fatally shoot you. <laughs> but yeah, it was two, it off. But it was two women who did it. To me, the closest I've ever seen anything like this, starring um, uh, a woman at least, was in Wanted. When um Angelina Angelina Jolie and um Man, I love Wanted and um uh Magne- uh no Professor Xavier um James McAvoy. James McAvoy when she's like whooping his ass and he keeps waking up in that um, rehabilitation tub like after each beating <laughs> um so I thought it was so cool and I also thought their fight on the plane was really interesting because I'm I was watching this thing and that's not in anywhere in the comics the two of them fighting but I guess um. Um, Charlize wanted that in the movie because she wanted to be able to show, um, what did she say? She wanted to be able to show like um, character dynamics without actually having to talk because it showed Niall's reserve and her fearlessness, but also showed how well-trained Charlize was um, and shows was kind great. of a bond happening without a bond. Also, I loved that that fight was so intense. And respect. Like the two of them were going so hard, but then at the end, uh, now breaks like her arm and her foot from just like Charlie's blocking her because they were going at it so hard, but then it also seemed like when that happened, like oh no, she was holding back the whole the entire time. time. <laughs> like she was, there was no. I also loved when the pilot dipped to the side real quick to like to let now have like the slightest uh, upper cool. hand for like a mo- for like a split second. Thought that was cool. It was it was it was it was really good. And then and then um when Charlisha shoots the dude or pretends to, and it's like, yeah, I can fly a plane. And I'm like, yo, this I honestly I just loved how cool her character was. The only thing I the only thing I thought that I wanted was it's hard because I for me, I was like, oh, this is the Matrix moment when like um, you know, Kiki's Neo, by the end of this movie, she's about to be like the badass of all badasses. Like throughout the whole movie, she's like, yo, you know, that was my first time killing somebody. I'm not super comfortable with guns. So I'm like, yo, this is about to be the moment at the end of the movie, she gonna get the gun and just be out here just sniping folk and like fearless. But they didn't do that. They still let her like- Wait, also, can we please, she's not comfortable with guns. She's literally a freaking Marine. Yes, she is. She's the most comfortable with guns. She's the most- she never killed anybody, you know what I mean? I know, I understand. But it was just like, what? Like, she never killed anybody, but then she killed, she was like, that was the first time I killed someone. I'm like, so what were you going to do? Leave the Marines? Like, I, mean, I don't understand. Like, I, I didn't even understand why you made that her character, because then the movie doesn't even follow through. What What is that theme saying to yes, me right th- now? I, I thought, yes, so I agree with <laughs> you. You need to be okay with killing people? Like, I agree with that Because she does part. wind up killing a, a bunch of people. Like, I, I thought, didn't even understand the dilemma there. Yeah, I thought that through line was going to be different a little bit. Like, if you watch, I don't know why I'm comparing this to other movies, but, you know, in the rundown, The Rock is like, I don't touch weapons, the whole movie. And then when everything gets really, really dire, he grabs a gun and he's just the nastiest dude <laughs> on the face of the earth. But I do think to go back to being a Marine, I think, I mean, we don't know why she joined, but I do know people who are in service who, you know, sure. you know, they, you know. So, so that part I get, but, um, yeah, we we don't really find out why that matters. I, I guess it's just a weird thing because it's like they she didn't need to have that characteristic, and like given the fact that she was a marine already and 
sure, okay, this was her first kill, which is, I get, which is possible. It's, but it's just like, wh- why is that her character? Like, what does that add? Because we don't, we don't really figure out why she's like that. Like, she's yeah. clearly, she's clearly fine with fighting. You know what I mean? And she has like this grit and this resolve. And I don't know. I guess it was like weird. It was weird for somebody to be in the Marines and then also be like, you guys kill those people. Like, I saw what you did over there. You yeah, know? Yeah, and I'm just I like, you're that. part of the, the world's like most deadly. But it seemed like, like it seemed like that happened just because she was like, it's one thing if it's within, you know, like structured combat. It's another thing to just be like out in the world, just sniping people. Just people, you know, like, um, yeah, which would be interesting if they actually explored that because it was like, so we can have that conversation. Because I don't think it's different, I think people justify like they right. use the military to like justify like complete horrible things that happen in this world. But like, it would be interesting if that was her mindset of like, like, those were CIA members, or like, how dare, like, whatever. If she was some, if she was patriotic, or I just, I guess I just didn't. Fo- I, what I did understand was Kiki being like, I'm still alive. Like, I understand that you're jaded and that you've lived centuries or whatever, and you don't remember your family and like my life. Like, I'm going to outlive them, but I'm still alive now. I want to go see my family. Like, I don't want to just give up my life and follow you, you know? Completely understand that. What I didn't get was like the other parts of who she was. Like, I didn't get her like res like the the like oh I don't want to kill people. Like I don't know. I just didn't understand what that was. Like, um, I remember what did she do? Oh right, after Charlize told her about the her like I guess friend maybe lover. It was hard to to understand. Mm. Um who's like trapped in the sea just like being tortured for hundreds of years which which is Yo. maybe the worst thing ever like she's just Oof. constantly drowning that scene that's like that's literally hell dude that scene of her <laughs> I'm screaming I'm like that's literally hell that that like, like if you said that's what hell was like I'd be like yeah that sounds like hell dude that scene was so traumatic it's like you see her wake up scream Wake up. I was like, oh my God, for 500 and something years? Also having them, having us see that after they talk about like being like, what do you think it's going to be like to be burned alive? Like after having them like kind of casually talk about like, oh, this way we're going to die. And then seeing literally the worst actual possible death that you can experience. But also that's why they were so fearful of like... Like, they were never scared of death. They were just scared of being captured the whole time. Because, like, being captured is worse than death. Because, like, you... And they always say the pain is real. So, they're like, you still feel right. the pain. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Oh, my Yeah, goodness. it sounds like it's, it's, it's what we imagine hell to be. And then mm. after, she said, after she tells her that, she's like, don't worry. We'll, like, we'll protect you. Like, you protected this person? I was like, yes, damn, I, I agree. What? I agree. Yeah, she was reckless. She was a little reckless. What? (laughs) Why are you this mad at them? They didn't do squat. (laughs) I did think the same thing. I also thought it took a little too long for her to come around. They didn't give you this immortal powers. Like you have them. What are you? What do? What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. Um, This was Charlize's movie more than Kiki's. I I know you guys want it. Well, what I'm saying is, even at this point, (laughs) even at even at this point, right? Kiki is still like, yes, we are. We are focused on Charlize and like 
her backstory, but we are seeing Kiki's character like come to terms with who she is and even at the end attempts to save. I guess she is trying to save Charlize. But, you know, she 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 kills the big bad. She kills the big bad in one of the dopest ways I've ever seen in a movie. Was he really the big bad? He's just Bruh, he, he was, was the big bad. big bad. He was a big bad brain. Brain, but I mean, he was. I I, I don't disagree I know, that he was like, like. It's not like Thanos. It's right. freaking. He was a pharmaceutical salesman. Well, <laughs> once they took once they took out his army, he had no cha- no shot. Like he had no chance of doing anything. I was also and mad. I that kind he... of wanted Charlize to die. To be honest, I yeah, mean, me too. I, I thought that was. Too. I that thought it was super interesting that they were like, oh yeah, like a new one has shown up and she's lost her a bit. Like it just felt like she should have died. And I also thought that they they like Dudley getting access to the having her axe. I was like, this only matters if he kills her with the axe. If he doesn't exactly. kill her with the axe, I don't care that he has it. Why I don't, is he like, holding <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, like it didn't it was and then and he doesn't do that. He doesn't even come close. Not only that, <laughs> not only that, but but we see him holding it the whole time. And then when we finally, and then they cut and they come in and they're shooting everyone. When we finally see him again, he don't even have it in his yeah. hand. He has a gun. Well, and I was like, I think he dropped what, it. You'll you bring a knife to a gunfight. Ooh, okay, but he was holding on like he was about to fight with that axe. Yeah. yeah. I will say this that I thought was cool is I think they did something that I was wondering the whole time, and it's kind of the thing I always think about the Deadpool movies. It's like, how do we, and even Wolverine, like how do we feel concern or fear or any height, um, heightened moments for characters that are unkillable? And I think this yeah. movie did do a good job with that because um, when they kidnap the lovers, first of all, I knew that white dude was getting cap- kidnapped. I don't know why. I was like, something about him seems too nice. They're going to get him. Uh, <laughs> um, when they kidnap those two guys, which is still a little perplexing because, you know, after Jafar gives that speech, they open the door and they've killed everyone in the car, but yet don't try to kill the four guys with guns in front of them. Like, there was only no, four dudes no. left. <laughs> I was like, wait. I don't know. <laughs> 100%. I don't understand why they didn't pick up a gun so that when the doors open, they are shooting. Also, they put him on a plane. I was like, they could crash this plane. You know, yeah. try to crash this plane and then then they'll all, I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. That happens in action movies. I just, I was way more interested in like the guy, the betrayers, like the way that he, the reason he did it. Oh, I, I totally get it's like, dude, we just, I want to die. This is freaking, this isn't a gift. This is like hell. This is torture, which I get. But he like betrayed them. I guess I don't fully understand why. I don't know. Like, I I understand why, but I don't understand why he went back on it. Why wouldn't he still be like, also, why don't, why not just, why not just capture this dude and be like, you be, like capture the woman and be like, figure out how to kill me. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, listen, <laughs> my, around this, my thing about him, my thing about him was, I guess he didn't know. It's that, it's that thing of like, you didn't know how they were going to go about it. And I guess even when he's talking to Charlize, when Chia Four is there, he's like, um, we always talk about this. We always talk about wanting to end this. Like, hopefully, he literally says, hopefully they can figure out a way to, to end it. And then she goes, 
Um, you're an idiot. Not like this. I will say this though. Like Charlize is such a good actress. The moment they captured her, like she was tough, like you know, chosen words the whole movie. But the moment they captured her, yo, she is screaming like her life depends on it because she knows like this is about to be bad. You know what I mean? Because like if you realize your friend got tortured or your lover was tortured and you've lived your whole decades, century long yeah. life realizing I can never be captured because it's gonna be this bad, and you finally get captured. And your boy sets you up? Yeah. When she screamed, Kat said, Charlize is so good at that. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. Like, just like the have, being, like, uh, letting out a gut-wrenching, like, I can't believe Like, she, she was it. great. She really held this movie down in a lot of ways. I thought every, I thought everybody else was good, too. I really just think Kiki's character was, like, slightly underwritten. Like, I, I think they gave... Like, Gina gave them good moments. They had good scenes together. Like, there was good, like, questions that she would ask. And, like, the having somebody who was, like, a new a new immortal to this and, like, being, like, I'm not, I don't want to subscribe to all this stuff that you've, you've already subscribed to because you, you're, like, this is just how it is. I like that, but I wish I just knew more about, like, where she was coming from, like, or like what she, I don't know. I guess it, I don't know. I just don't, I don't fully, it was like she was running. She didn't want to do this, but what did she, was it just like denial? Is it just straight denial? Or was it like, I feel like there's something about the fact that like they're the old guard and her being like, I'm new. There's a better way to do this. You know, um, the idea that she got the powers and Charlize didn't, like Charlize was going to be able to die. I was like, even if Charlize doesn't die in this movie, why not? Why isn't she like going off and being like, I'm going to go like live out the rest of my life, like have a normal life yeah, and like yeah. be able to like live. Like what, why would she go back to this? <laughs> yeah. And I almost thought for him, like the moment, the scene when she's like getting taken care of, uh, by, in the in the pharmacy or whatever by that by that by that clerk it seemed like it was like she was like yeah you like you know people need people like you need someone to help you to be with you and it was like is this like a like a, is she gonna find her and then they're gonna have a life together like it seemed like they were something. maybe setting something like that up but yeah but she but she ends up not doing that and ends up feeling like no like i this is my purpose even though she started the movie being like, I don't want to do this anymore. It didn't make it, that. It, I didn't understand that. I thought she was going to go away too. Yeah. Right. Also, the, the journey of the movie was to get her to want to do what she's been doing again, which I'm like, right. for me, not that interesting. I like, no, <laughs> <laughs> the journey shouldn't be everything that I've been doing was right the whole time. What? That's a lame journey. That's a journey that a man writes. Yeah, it's uh, also like the way that but, we've been it, doing things were always it was always right. We just had to figure figure that but out. It's also like if she if this actually is the journey of the like early comics and this is your lead character, like it the 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 premise is like what happens when an immortal is no longer immortal and like how do they right? Like it's like we're kind of Is that the premise of the comic I, book? I can only imagine that that's what it is. I mean, I don't know if that's the case, but it seems to me like the writer's super interested in like someone that was formerly immortal now not immortal but they're but they saved the world you know they still mm-hmm. save the world interesting i mean it's yeah i mean that whole thing is just like if 
the only thing I didn't like is if 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 Charlize is gonna be the main character going forward, then it's like just don't have her lose her powers. You know what I mean? Like, cause to me it's like then that feels like a waste if she didn't die, or or if her lover who they've said they've said like in the flashback already, um, is now insane because dying, drowning for five hundred, seven hundred years, you would be insane. Um, they're like, if she's gonna come back. Have her just come back and just cap Charlize out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, have that be your final cutscene. If like she just shows up, I will say in that final like action sequence, the way they were protecting Charlize, I thought was so cool. Uh, I thought like when Jafar kills the big tough henchman dude, for some man, I don't know why. Like because you knew that they didn't know when they could die. To me, it gave it some type of stakes because it did. Yeah. Anytime one of them got shot, especially like. When the big dude shot the white guy in the mouth, I was like, "Oh, is he gonna come back?" And then, yeah. and then Jafar didn't know he was gonna come back. I was like, "Yeah." Oh. And when the even with like he, you know, it was clearly a part of the setup. But when the the guy that portrayed them, what like was was blown up by the grenade and his his intestines were out, <laughs> like it was like <laughs> it was taking a long time for him to wake yeah. up. Like that was like that was scary. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, again, I thought they figured out a way to put stakes in this thing. But when Jafar came out of nowhere, hit my man with the hand to hand. And then again, the action, I don't know who choreographed it, but the shit was fire. Or my man did like the, I don't know what that move was. Flipped him over and dropped him down on his neck. I was like, like, he dropped him down on his neck. It's so funny because once I saw those windows, I was like, somebody going out that window. I was like, somebody going out this window. What I thought is I thought Charlize was going to, you know, somehow sacrifice herself because you know she clearly was dying and like i thought she was going to tackle the guy out the window or like pull him out protecting yeah, someone that else she's not gonna die that way well i thought it was gonna be like her <laughs> sacrificing herself but Listen, when if kiki, I lived... <laughs> yo when kiki tackled okay there was one thing i thought was the most realistic moment of this whole movie kiki tackles this guy out the window then halfway through it she goes shit <laughs> like <when> she realized... <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so real, but it's like, yeah, you know you're going to survive this, but this is not what you wanted to do. That was so real. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I thought that was a cool moment, man. I thought that was a real... I, I would like, like to know more of the backstory, too, you know? Yes, true. I give you Some that. of that stuff, I was like, who's this black dude? This random black dude who's a more who died. When did he die? What was that? I was like, I wanted yeah, more. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, True. And he also died okay. so soon. Cool. He died so early compared to compared to. Yeah, it seems. With the guy in the flashback, and why? Yeah, her old lover from the flashback. Hmm. Was that her lover? No, I don't think he was her lover. Oh, that wasn't. It, they oh. just, it just seemed that way because she was like, "We don't all live." And then the first flashback we got it was of that guy dying. So it seemed uh. like, you know, it's it it gave the impression that that was someone that she loved, hmm. you know, romantically. But I don't know if that's the case or not. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it was tricky. I can't wait. Again, I don't know how the sequel's going to work if Charlize can get shot and die in two seconds. Um, uh, I'm not, I'm not really well, sure. Well, it was get... cool the way that they were doing it, where that was they great, kept protecting her. You yeah, know, that was cool. I really liked that. Um, I just, I don't know why she doesn't do what Chiwetel is doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, why saying. isn't she in the home office with him? Maybe she um, will be. Maybe she and will be. And then she gets hunted, and then they're trying to save her. You know, that's interesting. But, um, yeah, you know, this movie, it's it's a cool, it's an interesting concept for sure, you know. My man got a hundred cool. years 
to himself. His punishment was a hundred years Damn. by himself. I thought it'd be more. I hoped it'd be less. That was I, a great I, line. Yeah. Whew. Yo. I mean, honestly, like I, I know we never found out how old Charlize is, but if she's lived almost what eight hundred years, that is insane. Like you know what I mean? Like that. Like that she is. She's was lived a, more, way she's more been than way that. more than that because she said there was a time where she was the only one, and I think to me, I'm like, does is that she mean? Eve? <laughs> you were just. Is she there were no, other... no, not not the only human. She was saying she was the I only mean, immortal. Right, the only immortal. But it's like, oh, did she? She said there was a time she, where I was worshipped as a god. Is she? Yeah. Is she like? Was she? Was she a Neanderthal? Like was she like one of the first know. human? What I do like, what I loved was there were a lot of really good lines in this movie. There was a line where she goes, "Are you guys an army for good or an army for evil?" And she says, "Depends on the time." <laughs> Which is real because you never know <laughs> who's like oh snap. You never know. She didn't Look, say depends on like who you know who's asking. She said depends on the time. Meaning <laughs> we're always doing what we think is right, but sometimes what we think is right during the time is evil, and sometimes what we think is right during the time is good. Which I think, ah, man, that that was such a great line. I mean, that's to me, that's like how I feel about now, like the era we live in, like. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm on the good side of uh, history. But in 20 years, we will know how all of this, sh- like, played out. You know what I mean? We will know how everything shook out, <laughs> which is terrifying. If we're all still here. Yeah, if if we're here. Who knows? The zombies are coming. I'm telling y'all. Y'all think it's a game. I ordered my foobar in the mail, okay? I'm looking at Tybo on YouTube to get ready for the fights. <laughs> zombies are coming. All right, but hold on. I just want to say one thing to Hollywood. I, I do, I know John James told me like this isn't that unusual, but there's something that's really exciting about the fact that Gina was able to direct this movie. And to me that the action scenes are really well done. Again, like I can tell, like James point out like that because I thought there probably was a line of at least somebody making fun of um, Kiki being like, uh, this, this little girl is going to do this. Whereas, like, because you had a female director, like, we don't have any of those, like, dynamics. They all are treated like warriors. Like, to, at the end of the day, it's like, Charlize is treated like a warrior. She's not treated like a female warrior. It's like the 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 gay romance isn't treated like something, like, that that is a big deal. It's like, no, these dudes love each other. And they've loved each other for centuries now. I thought that was really cool. And I love that Hollywood at least took a chance on Gina because to me it does feel like a chance because it, it's hard for me to like trace back how often a black female director was given an opportunity like this besides Ava DuVernay you know like um, it's hard to even see like a black male director get a chance to go from doing like just comedies to doing like an action movie or a big dramatic movie like that is something that is normally white direct white male directors get to do I mean they get a chance to go like from doing the dumbest comedy to like an Oscar nominated movie that is really bad and really offensive to people. But you know, maybe green book will be good to somebody one day in the history of the world. Just using green book as an example of how, you know, let me not get into this tangent about green book. (laughs) People do do think that green book is like a great touching story and like, and like shows a nice side of life. People are moved by it in, in different ways. Yeah. I was moved 
<laughs> I was moved in a way to never watch a movie again. So, you know, but no, but I, again, I do really want to thank Hollywood for a chance because I really think even Gina doing this movie, I think now she can do so many more things, whether it's a sequel to this, if she wants to do another action movie. I feel like now she can pop back into like, you know, maybe like a heightened drama if she wants. It just really shows how if you give somebody a chance, they can impress you instead of being like, let me prove myself to do this thing. Like, she was expected to do it and did it and was great at it. So I'm just really happy for that. So Hollywood, you did good by this. Keep doing it. You know, I was thinking the whole time, just where is Hancock? Because it don't make it, because it don't. And the thing, the other thing too. I'm with you. In, 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 in the first Hancock, in Hancock 1, when 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 they get shot, they don't die. You know, it bounces off of them. Bah, 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 bah. But in this one, they get shot and they die immediately. And then and also in this one, they're, when their powers go away, they just go away. It doesn't have to do with pairing up. Cause it's because we have in this one, we have the the the, the lovers, the gay couple, they get together, and they, when they get together, they still have their powers. So mm-hmm. I just thought it was, I just felt like they were mixing up the 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 mythology or the you know the lore you know they were kind of like mixing it up it wasn't it wasn't quite as clear this you know this installment of Hancock uh wasn't quite as clear as the first mm-hmm. you, you know are you done? huh <laughs> no I was just talking no I'm about- sorry I was I was watching uh my there's a squirrel out you know what's up with you, you and this squirrel you, you guys you, you guys know about the squirrel yeah, we you do know, know about the, the squirrel, squirrel. On, the, on the tree. He's, you know, he's trying How to grab. The squirrel always show up. He's trying to grab some avocados. I don't, I don't like that the squirrel always show up when I'm it's talking about. It's not my Hancock. fault. The squirrel, it's the squirrel, man. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, it sounds like it's time for the cause. We rate and review films. <laughs> Not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of uh, more leading black actors in Hollywood. If we think it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we think it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we think. I don't know if this film helped the cause at all. We don't give it anything. Facts. So on the count of three, we're going to raise our ratings for this. Is ready? Yes. Oof. Uh, yes. Okay. One, two, three. Oh. Okay. All three right. white palms. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean... This movie stars Shelly Star. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> She's she is the anchor of the film. She's stayed alive, so she gonna be <laughs> the lead of the next one. The lead of the next one too. <laughs> um, um, Kiki's is cool. Uh, so this will help her out for sure. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I I second what John said. It's like, yeah, Charlize is the lead. I love that, again, Gina got to direct this. I love that Kiki would be second lead or, you know, depending on how you feel about certain stories, could be arguably on the same level as Charlize. Who knows? But again, Charlize is the big name. She didn't die. She going to be in the sequel. So, <laughs> yep, yep. Same, same. Gina directing this, I think, is huge. I think that's probably the biggest thing out of this but then you know yes. kiki um this this platform for kiki is great we got jafar in this too you yeah know? jafar and they, you know and they got a pro- they have a prominent gay couple in the, in the film and it seems like the sequel's gonna have seems like the the asian woman is gonna have a a, a, a bigger role in i'm the excited for that and... she seems like she's gonna be a cool villain yeah it's gonna be personal 
Yes, I love when the villain's personal. It's gonna be personal. Also, she's gonna have so much pent up anger. I would feel personal about it. It's like, but can you, you blame can, Charlize you, though? She, I don't blame Charlize, her for. I blame well, her for giving up. Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing. Because she said like I gave up. I stopped looking for. Her. I, I made a promise and I actually stopped doing it. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah. If I was her, I'd be like, oh, 500 years? You couldn't find me? Couldn't yeah. find me. 500 years. Yeah. You couldn't You you couldn't be bothered to find me? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I understand. I got a trench coat on now. It's like, so it's like, fine. Been... I, <laughs> I, can under, I can understand it taking you 10, 20, 50 years. 500 years, though? Okay. Yeah, good you point. You can't die. Just go to the bottom of the ocean and keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Steal a submarine. She's like, they found the Titanic. So <laughs> you telling me. <laughs> That's real. You couldn't find me? I watched Titanic. I got out and I was like, oh, this is a thing? <laughs> That's so real. Yo, and it's also so cool if like, it's just her. Like, I feel like yeah. maybe if it's, they're not battling another army, it's just they're battling one person who's just like, just super nasty with it. You know, we already saw her with the bow and arrows. Um... Yes, I, I can't wait to think That's about that though. Especially huh? when submarines were invented. Like they weren't around at the time, but then suddenly submarines exist. Yeah. And, and you you kind of get thinking <laughs> what area she was dropped in too, depending on like And they got more and more high tech with, with each year. Like a twenty twenty submarine? I mean, but I'm just it's saying hard. Just... <laughs> it's not like she knew what part of the ocean they dropped her in, you know, but like she could have just Damn. The ocean's so big. Like, how do you even start? I know it's big, but submarines exist. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I know. Oh, Get some goodness. sonar. I literally <laughs> wanted to, I literally wanted the guy's punishment to be like, you need to go find her. You know? Yeah. I was oh, like, really? go tell him to find, I was like, go tell him to find her. He come. He can come back when he finds her. And then anyway. she finds him. Yeah, she finds him. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> wait, 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 what is that? And what? then... And then she finds him. Okay. (laughs) Okay, John, just end this. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us at Black Man Podcast. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. You find links to our defunct Patreon, but we still got episodes up there. Sometimes, you know, somebody was just asking about, like, did we review Bring It On? We did on Patreon. Still up there. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Uh, You can um, find links to our merchandise. If you rate and review, uh, give us five stars on iTunes. We will give, uh, we will uh, read your reviews on the air. This one is from C Roses, the best non-political podcast in the game. Thank you. <laughs> since Thank I you. since I grew up with immigrant parents, black media taught me how to navigate being black in America. Uh, for example, showed me how to act when cops are present. Taught me to work harder than my white counterparts. Reassured me the microaggression questions i was experiencing were real etc revisiting these movies while hearing perspectives different from my own has been so much fun and enlightening thank you for all that you three do p.s john's transitions are the best part of the show wow Smiley i don't believe that i didn't wow. see it written i didn't that's see that part, part of the show i didn't see that part written at all i didn't see that Best part of the show happened seven minutes in, and then it's downhill from there. <laughs> Wait, that's the okay. other way to look at a comment like that. That's all this I'm saying. Another, this is another good one. This was this is Jonathan Blade. I've been waiting. I didn't want to give this cast a review until I could give it an honest five stars. 
The guy's personalities and the aspect of blackness that they represent has always been appealing. But the lack of research and sometimes analysis in the bits, the goddamn bits, were holding me back from being all in. Oh, I see. The goddamn time, bits. Time, time has passed, and I have met Gerard, James, and John in the middle. The analysis has become more intentional, and I have been castanzed by the bits. <laughs> I have been a fan for as long as I've been listening, but these days, I am a stan. Black Fist. Uh, I've been Costanza. I love the. I love that journey. Well, that's Yo. the thing about bits is they wear you out. They wear you out. <laughs> that's until what you're like, I love this. That's Where what like, I'm wearing you down, baby. I'm wearing you down. Yeah, that's a problematic. That's a problematic right. catchphrase he had. Oh yeah, no, it is, but it's real. All right. Oh no. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next week. Peace forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.